Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This Class is Miss PH episode is brought to you by Bella2, Pretty You. To check out their line of products that will surely make your skin glow and healthy, check out the Facebook page of Bella2, Pretty You and start getting the glow up that you deserve. Also brought to you by, for your everyday basic tops, check out facebook.com slash mini-me brings out the minimalists in you. Less is more. Also brought to you by Bullet Reading Center. If you're looking for your child's tutorial, whether online or offline, check out Bullet Reading Center. Guaranteed result or your money back. Outside of the syllabus. Outside of the syllabus. This is a class that you shouldn't miss. Class that you shouldn't miss. Class that you shouldn't miss. Together with Marlon, Mark, and Paul. This is cl- class dismissed. Today is August 13, 2020, and welcome to Lesson 3 of Class Dismiss PH. Now, for our new listeners, I am Paul. I am Marlon. My name is Mark. Right, and uh, first of all, we'd like to thank you all for listening, streaming, downloading, and following this podcast. Actually, nagulat talaga tayo, no? Last, kasi ang ganda talaga ng pagtanggap ng audience natin yeah. sa Class Dismiss PH, sa show natin. So, yes, yes. This week, nag, nag-peak yung um, Class Dismiss PH sa rank number 43 sa Apple uh-huh. Podcast. Yes! So that's for the uh, education category. So, this is for Nation the listeners. Nationwide? Buong Pilipinas. Wow. Para for, our, for our listeners in the entire Philippines. So, maliban doon, pumasok din tayo sa top 228. 228. Sa all, uh, sa all podcasts. So, this is encompassing all the sa lahat ng podcasts sa Apple Podcasts. Okay. That is for the same week this week. So, sobrang, sobrang we are saya. pleasantly surprised right. yes. sa support ng mga classmates natin. So, <laughs> Kaya maraming maraming salamat po sa lahat ng sumusuporta sa atin. Sabi nga nung isang feedback ng student ko, sabi niya, Sir, ang sarap makinig sa inyo, parang kaharap lang yung mga kakwentuhan. At yun naman po yung gusto natin. Yun yung peg natin talaga. Yes, yung parang kung sawa na po kayo sa bahay at walang masyadong narinig na bago, samahan niyo po kami weekly dito sa ating uh, podcast, sa Spotify, Apple Podcast, Anchor, uh, Google Podcast. And also tell your other friends uh, na sumama na rin sa pakikinig sa atin. Sa mga susunod na araw, pwede rin pong tanongin namin kayo kung anong gusto niya ating pag-usapan. Sa ngayon, marami pa kami naiisip. Eh. Sa kanya namin kayo. Ayun, so just a reminder, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at ClassDismissPH and on Twitter, we are on at PH underscore class. Okay. okay. Another week has passed at lumalabas na unti-unti si Jose Marichal. Ano nga ba? Lumalabas na siya. Ano? And you know what that means, di ba? Pasko na. Pasko na. Yeah. Right. Pero bago tayo pumasok sa Vermont, syempre, nadaanan muna natin itong August. 
And if you don't know, August is declared as a month to celebrate our national language. And and napaka-ironic nun kasi sa English ko sinabi. Uh-huh. So, leading ko in Tagalog or in Filipino. Ang buwan ng Agosto ay itinalaga bilang pagdiriwang ng buwan ng wikang pambansa. Ito ay alinsunod sa pampangulang proklamasyon bilang isa... <laughs> isang libo, hindi ko pala kaya. <laughs> isang libo at apat na put isa. Uh, series noong 1997 mm-hmm. na nilagdaan ng dating Pangulong Fidel V. Ramos. Ito ay bilang pagkilala sa ama ng wikang pambansa na si dating Pangulong Manuel L. Quezon na isinilang noong Agosto labing siyam, 1878. Pasensya na hindi ko naitawid talaga ng <laughs> buong At bilang pakikisa sa pagdiriwang ng pambansang wika, kung inyong mamarapatin ay <laughs> sa kapanatang ito na ating programa ay kami po ay sasayaw. <laughs> Sa kapanata ito ng ating, pro- ng ating programa ay hindi muna tayo mag-i-English. <laughs> So, ito yung rules natin. So, we will all take turns. Magbibigay tayo ng uh, limang Tagalog words each. Well, Tagalog words, kasi masaya tayo sa Tagalog din. So, simple lang. Unahan lang tayo magbibigay ng meaning. Bibigay natin yung meaning ng word Tagalog yan. word na bibigay ng isa sa atin. Mm-hmm. So, halimbawa, halimbawa, uh, salipaw-paw. Mm-hmm. Airplane. Unahan lang tayo. Halimbawa, uh, the word is kartamoneda. Ano yan? Wallet. Wallet. Uh-huh. Di ba? Ito medyo translate, translate. Okay. Alright, so ako muna magbibigay okay. ng, ano ba ito? One word each, round robin, or lima na agad sa akin? Lima na agad! Okay. Ito, lima na agad, lima. Lima. Napatagalin pa yan. Napatagalin. <laughs> so, isa yung mag-score. Kanya-kanya na lang. Oo, oh, kanya-kanya. Alright, first word. The first word is, ah, uh, batalan. Paligungan. CR. Nope. Toilet, toilet. Paligungan yun. Di ba toilet yun? Sabi sa Google, lababo eh, or sink. Hindi. Hindi, mare, mali yung Google. Hindi, hindi. Mali yung Google. Dito mo nilalagay yung mga tubig mo. Ah, Pero traditionally, pare traditionally kasi, yung paliguan, lababo, isa lang yan eh. Mm-hmm. Di ba sa matatanda? Kaya sa batalan, doon ka na rin naglalababo, doon ka na naliligo. Pero technically, paliguan. Actually, ang alam ko, yung lalagyan ng tubig na parang jar na clay, ang tawag doon, tapayan. 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 Oh. Oh. Tapayan. Oh. Oh. tapayan. Pero yung batalan talaga is paliguan or parang CR. Oo, nandun. Pwede. Para check mo yung sources mo. Baka yung PCOO yung sources <laughs> Sa UP ito ba? Hindi mo makapasagot. 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 Hindi mo Hindi mo makapasagot. Hindi mo Hindi mo 
Malayo. Ang sabi nun, sang ayon. Ano? Di ba Okay, two words, zero points for each. <laughs> Hirap, uh, no? <laughs> Ito, maganda. Um, narinitig nyo naman ito, eh. Uh, naapuhap. Pakiulit? Natagpuan. Nakita. Natagpuan. Natagpuan na hanap. One, zero. Parang gagamitin mo sa sentence. Nasaan ba yung cellphone ko? Hindi ko maapuhap. Nilalam ng marami. First time ko na dinig, actually. Ah, talaga? One, zero. Alright. Siguro last word ko na ito. Madalas si Paul ito, eh. Kuramentado. Galit? Galit. Ajit, ajit. Ajit. Sino ba ajit yun? Uh, sino mang nagdidilimang isip oh. at sino mang makakita nito ay either pinapatay or sinasakot. At mawala, pre. Mas malapit yung ganyan. Uh, after after three tries, ano? Uh, <laughs> Pwede ba yun? Pwede ba yun? Akala ko yung first word na sagot. Pwede naman tayo yung first word. Okay. Ano score natin? 2-0. 2-0. Okay. Ang hirap ng mga words naman kay parang Mark. Oh, game. Okay, okay. Ito na. Ready. Alright. Ako na. Unahan na. Okay. Sige. First word. Medyo dadalian lang natin. Baka hmm. na-alienate yung mga listeners natin. Paragan. Takin. Pasok. Takin. <laughs> Takin. Hindi ko ganyan ipasok. Okay. Yung mapasok may gamit sa pinto. Iparagan na ba yun? Oh, okay. Next. Paragan mo nga yung kotse dyan sa garay. <laughs> okay, go. Okay, go. Uh, next. Uh, Utay-utay. Uti-uti. Ay, mabilis. Okay. Competitive ba? Okay. okay, okay. Third, singhal. Galit. Pagalitan. Oh, mabilis. Galit, galit. Galit ba yan? Sigaw yun or bulyaw. Ah, so, mas malapit yung galit. Next, okay. uh, kilik. Kilik yata yun. Para oh, kilik, amoy, kilik. Amoy, 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 pangko. Pangko. Uh, buhat yun, buhat. Sa gilid. Kilik. Naisip ko pala gilik sa bangus pala. Amoy gilik. Three, three points, guys. 4-0. 4-0. Mawalis. Baribot. Ay, hindi Last word, baribot. TV show to, eh. <laughs> Mga <laughs> bata <laughs> sa baribot. <laughs> baribot daw is mainit ang ulo. Ulo? Ah. Okay. Baribot. Okay. 4-2-0. Wala si Mark. Ako na. Okay. Actually, host lang talaga ako dito. First word. Parang kahan. Ay, tambayan yan sa harap ng bahay. Teres. Mas malapit. Gate yun. Oh, gate. Okay. Okay. One. Gate. Banggera. Banggera, lalagyan ng bangus. Sing. Sing. Ah, okay. Banyera ba? Banyera sa bangus na naman yun. Next, pre. Talagay ko si Mark. Bantilan. Ito yung parkingan ng baka. Parkingan ng baka. Oh, yun yung baungan. Lugi. Lugi. Ano yung word? Bantilan. Bantilan. Oh, bantilan. Parang, bantilan. Parang parking ng mga bangka. Ah. Okay. Pakaway. Pakaway. Ito yung sa gilid ng bangka na parang hindi siya tumakong. May nararamdaman kasi kung connivance talaga dito. <laughs> yung mga lumaki sa ilog. Ito pa, silong. Ay, ilalim ng bahay. Hmm. Okay. Naka one point naman. Okay. Parang two points <laughs> naman. Sino nalo? Eh, silo. Five points ako eh. Pwede ka ba? Oo. Oh, di ikaw na. Competitive oh, ako. Gusto mo sa'yo na ang corona. Hindi nga tanong libre kita para sa ano. Burger. Okay. So, so that was our minigame. <laughs> Medyo nasubok po namin na, na, na hindi na masyadong malalim yung vocabulario namin sa sa, sa Tagalog. So, sa mga Filipino words. Kung, kung Tagalog man yun, katulad ng ibang mga words na ginamit kasi parang distinctly pang culturally appropriate ano? parang gano'n Tagalog para doon Agunoy Tagalog Agunoy Tagalog 
So so that was our mini game at medyo may napatunayan tayong tatlo na may mga salita pala na hindi rin mailalaman kasi hindi siya exposed sa mga sa mga ganung words. Oh, lalo hindi gamit at at siguro uh, this August is perfect month din para you know, mag-brush up siguro tayo sa ating uh, native language. Recitation. So, nag-post tayo this week sa ating social media account at ang question natin for our quiz is, anong kwentong kalokohan mo or ano ang kwentong kalokohan mo nung nag-aaral ka pa? Okay, this time, magbabasa tayo ng mga comments sa ating social media accounts. Okay. Una ako, pre. Mauna ka na. Alright, meron tayong comments from Instagram that's at classesmissph from MJ Dumalos. Pumasok kami ng walang ligo-ligo. Suot yung uniform uniform from kahapon. Ganun kasi kami sa overnight dahil sa, siyempre, hulaan natin, dahil sa inuman. Ay, alam ko project. <laughs> yeah, ng project din eh. 7am yung klase. So, la- lasing pero delay. Pero delay. Okay. Lasing pero delay. Uh-huh. Papasok uh-huh. pero di susuka. <laughs> Alright. Another comment from Romeo number 24. Year 27 uh, to 2008, first year high school daw siya. Sobrang uso nung paglalagay ng bato sa bag hanggang maiuwi ng classmate namin yung bag niya. Naiuwi niya yung bag na meron lamang bato. So one time, hindi kami nakontento sa bato lang. Naglagay kami ng kahoy na napaklas sa armchair. So kinabukasan, 6am na pasok. Napakaagod ng pasok na at that time. So nagmamadaling pumasok yung classmate namin bilang nalagyan namin ng kahoy. Di pa muupo, binubuksan pa lang yung bag. Galit na galit na binabalik sa amin yung kahoy. Hindi so, <laughs> na naramdaman ako mabigat yung bag. <laughs> Para daw gusto niyang ihampas sa amin yung kahoy. Tawa lang sila ng tawa. So. Sorry bro kung nakikinig ka haha, back and forth from... Back and forth naman yung pag, pagiging bullying nila doon sa isa't isa ng mga panahon na <laughs> Si David Jake sa Facebook naman, nag, nag-post siya, sabi niya, kasama ko si Arman Sulit, nagpaalam daw sila sa FL, teacher nila, Chinese teacher, Mandarin, uh, magpapasa daw sila first scholarship sa isang fast food restaurant. Pero ang totoo, umuwi lang daw sila kasi hindi nila alam yung readings. Yan daw yung <laughs> Si CK Ginto, theater arts to, uh, nag-cut daw para mag-inom. Siguro kasama ni MJ Dumalos to. No? <laughs> para uminom sa may Capital View. Uh, si Tiny Roque, teacher to, kunyari daw cleaner sila para hindi makasama sa hanay ng CAP noong fourth year. Tinakasa natin. Uh, yung mga so, CAP na yun. Tiny naman. <laughs> <laughs> naman, sir? Si Che, salamat. Sabi, pinalitan din nila yung close ng close, yung open sign sa library. <laughs> so, maraming <laughs> na. <laughs> Masama <laughs> yan. <laughs> si Al Estrella, mare, friend Hi, natin. Uh, graphic designer, comic book artist. Okay, Clay. Ang galing nito sa Clay, no? Yung auditorium daw nila nung high school ay pataas yung upuan. Tapos, solokohin sana nila yung kakakas kasi napapatirin niya. Nasa topmost part kami. Hindi niya nakita. Gumulong siya pababa. <laughs> the good news is, friends pa rin daw sila at nakakalakad pa rin. <laughs> oh my God. What is nice? Salva pa yung friendship right. after. Last one siguro, ano, sabi ni Ivan for me. Last one siguro to for me. Sabi ni Ivan Christopher Arevalo, kinuwento lang sa akin ni Israel Francisco na tuwing Valentine's, susulatan niya ang mga crush niya ng love letter at ilalagay na from secret admirer. Kung sino ang kiligin, dun siya aamin. Ang <laughs> maganda dito, si Ivan, nagturo pa na ibang pangalan. Para kung maari, hindi siya siya. 
Pusay na. Kalokohan talaga eh. Kalokohan talaga. I have a friend. So, those are our comments from our social. So, again, that's on Facebook and Instagram at ClassDismissedPH. We're also on Twitter, PH underscore Class. Okay. Last lesson, we went back to the things that we wish we knew when we were still young. Isagad na natin ang rewind ngayon. So if you think about it, we've learned in the normal way in school and now we are seeing the new normal unfold. At pag sinabing school, eh laging kapartner niyan, hindi mawawala yung mga kwento nating kalokohan. So anong kwentong kalokohan sa school nung estudyante pa tayo ang naaalala niyo? So yun ang pag-usapan natin ngayon. Parang Mark, ikaw. Kwentong kalokohan. Siguro oh. I'm the worst guy to ask dito kasi feeling ko ng bata, nung nag-aarap ako, sobrang bait ko ba? Yung mga ganyan, walang bahay dungis. So feeling ko lang. So siguro, If I had to mention one, siguro nung nag-aaral tayo nung college. Mm. Audiobook! Hindi, <laughs> iba yun, iba yun, ibang kwento yun. Uh, yung audiobook, guys, ito yung nanggante sila noon, tsaka si Paul, ng professor namin, to thinking na meron na silang project, pero wala pa talaga silang project. So, inyo. <laughs> Sorry kung napre kung napre-end ko yung kwento niyo, kung inyo yung kwento niyo. Pero kasi siya ko nag-aaral ako as working student as well. So, madalas ako late eh nung first year first, first sem to. Madalas ako late, lagi akong absent, medyo madalas din yung absent ko. So, at the time meron na akong mga loyal friends na tinatawag. Loyal, loyal friends. friends. So, kapag late ako, kapag absent ako, hindi ako late in absent officially kasi meron na akong taga-attendance. Mm. Taga pirma ako. Mm. So, ayun, siguro yun yung pinakamahalala ko na pinakakalokohan ko. Kalokohan na yun for you. Uh, tsaka meron na akong reputation na pinapangalagaan. So, yun lang yung disclose ko ngayon. Ojebook! Ojebook. Kaya, pre. Ilan yung po? Mali ka. sa Ojebook. Yung Ojebook, parang hindi namin naalala ni Marin. Bento, gawa-gawa lang ni Marin. Actually, kami nila napakabait namin nung college. Wala kami nilokong mga teacher sa puppet. Wala talaga. Hindi nyo na ba ako mahal? So, share ko nung high school. Kalokohan talaga to. Medyo... Funny rin kasi. Nung recollection, pare, fourth year. Di ba? Normally, retreat recollection kami. So, graduating. Oh, graduating. So, we had a recollection sa seminaryo. <clears throat> parang dun yung place. Parang mga facilitator namin, mga seminarista, sa pare. Anyway, overnight yun. So, isang araw na whole day, isang gabi. Bale, two days and one night ang nangyari. Ngayon, may isang guwapong seminarista. Okay? Tinukso namin siya dun sa advisor namin. Na medyo, okay. oh, babae advisor na. <laughs> Medyo, medyo, ano na, yung parang nasa 30s na siya nung panahon na yun. Parang uh, Hindi pa naman siguro, pero mangana, nasa, oh, di, di niloko namin siya dun sa seminarista. Eh, siguro napigo na siya. Ang sabi niya, matanda na ako para sa kay kuya. Parang ganun. Mm. Eh, sumigaw kami lang, ma'am, age doesn't matter. <laughs> Ayun, hindi kami pinansin ng teacher na for one month. Nagtuturo siya ng physics. Ang kausap lang niya, pre, blackboard. Nagtuturo ng inertia. <laughs> ng momentum. Ang galit na galit sa amin, sa section namin talaga, ay kami yung mga pasimuno nun. So, ang, nung, nung after a month, sabi niya, mapapatawad lang daw niya kami yung class section namin. Pag sumali kami sa pageant, nagturo siya ng anim na. So, kami yung anim na yun? Kami yung bully. anim na ng bully. Pinasali kami sa pageant. Pinasali kami sa pageant. Kala ko ang plot twist, nagkatuloyin yung seminarista. Hindi, si ma'am nagkaroon na siya. Happily married na siya. Avid kids. Ay, ma'am. Masaya siya. Masaya. We're happy for her din. Lohan, anong kalokohan mo? Para ako si Mark Pre, mabait ako nung high school. Kasi syempre, nasa, hindi, Catholic school tayo, Pre. Tsaka, gusto natin maging pari din. 
So, ang natatandaan ko lang na kalukuhan ng klase, buong klase, pre. Kung kilala mo, pre, sa Hagunoy si Pikes. Kung kilala ng mga taga-Hagunoy na matatanda na si Pikes. Mm. Si Pikes, pre, yung medyo, ano, no, yung uh, schizophrenic yan, ano, eh. Na ang hilig niya, sumama sa musiko. Tutugtog siya, pero problema, wala siyang hawak na instrumento. Yeah, okay, okay. Ito na lang naman si Pax, ito Eh, minsan may, may living noon, yung school namin, malapit sa simbahan. So, doon muna na mahinga yung mga, ano, yung mga musiko sa gilid. Tabi ng classroom namin, pre. Tapos nang lumabas na yung patay, lilibing na, tumugtog na ngayon yung musiko. Ngayon, yung mga kaklasiko, sumisig na sabi, Pikes, Pikes, tumatama yung turotot ko sa... <laughs> Nagalit siya, pre, pinagwala, pinagwala ang kami. Tapos, nagkaklase yung teacher namin, pinapatahimik kami. Tawa pa rin kami ng tawa, hindi na tinapasin yung teacher. Yun ang pinakakalukuhan namin mm. ng high school, pre. Kaya sa palagay ko, nung, nung nagpe-prepare ako dito sa kwentuhan natin ngayong hapon, isip ko, ano bang kalukuhan talaga ginawa na? Walang masyado eh. Mm. Nag, nung mm. teacher na tayo, tsaka, tsaka lumabas yung kalukuhan. <laughs> <laughs> so, dinideny mo or dinideny mo yung puppet? Hindi, <laughs> pre, yung, yung puppet. <laughs> si Mark <laughs> Wala ni Magdita nag-submit. Nag-submit po kami talaga noon. Si Mark lang. Nakalimutan ng oh, prof. Nakalimutan ng prof na nag-submit kami. Pinaalala lang namin yun noon. Mas binibigyan kami ng 2.0 na grade. Tapos na, pinarealize lang namin sa prof na nag-submit kami. Kaya ginawa niyang 1.5 yung grade namin. Hindi rin siya makareklamo na. Hindi rin siya makareklamo pre. Kasi hindi rin siya nagturo. Eh. <laughs> okay, okay. Kaya bilang niya 1.75. <laughs> Ang siguro ang mind-boggling sa akin nun, para sa mga estudyante hindi nagpasa ng project, nag-demand pa kayo ng higher grades kahit wala. Yan siguro ang biggest blunder. <laughs> biggest nakalokohan natin. Doon. Pero nung college tayo nga pala, maalala ko, tumatakas din tayo sa pag-literature ano, pag, uh, class. Nag-arelate alert tayo. Major natin. Oh, uh, major yan, major. Kaya ako, hindi ako masyado. Ngayon, pag ina-assign ako ng mga boss ko na magturo ng literature, hindi ako masyado. Si Paul, sa PNU na lang din niya na na-appreciate talaga yung literature pre. Kasi nasa red alert nga tayo. <laughs> Conscript reporting. <laughs> so yung mga image na tinakala, mas straight ay yan. <laughs> ay, hindi po hindi tayo. Ba, hindi po kami ganun. Those were our uh, kwentong kalokohan nung, nung high school, Ay, college na rin. Hindi rin masyado. Hindi rin masyado. Compared ngayon sa mga narinig natin sa mga students. Tama. Kasi ngayon parang, well, yung iba violence-related yung kalokohan. Yung iba, yung iba parang... Kaguluhan naman na oh, yun. Yung naingod na may polis na pre. Oh, so, so medyo... Bait pala natin. Totoo. Mabait pa tayo ng mga panahon. Mm. You're welcome po sa mga teachers namin dati. <laughs> Actually, mga teachers talaga natin yung nagpabait sa atin. Yes. Mm. Nakakatakot din kasi mm. ng mga teachers natin. Okay. Okay, I know medyo seryoso yung topic na ito regarding the education. Kaya naman, we are honored to have with us our guests who will provide really credible information para malinawan tayo regarding this topic. Now, I will be introducing our guest. She is a Senior Education Program Specialist from the Bureau of Curriculum Development mula sa DepEd, Department of Education, Central Office. Ladies and gentlemen, our friend, Ms. Ayet Feryols. Yes. Hello, ma'am. Thank you very much, Sir Paul, for that very generous introduction. <laughs> Welcome to Class Dismiss PH, Ms. Ayet. Uh, marami po kaming tagapakinig dito mga students and t- um, parents as well. Mga seven po sila. <laughs> ma'am, uh, mainit-init pang balita, ma'am. Uh, nabasa natin sa social media that uh, the department through our secretary, Secretary Briones, decided to postpone the opening of classes until August 5th 
Ano po kaya yung nagbunsod sa... October 5th. October 5th. October 5th. October 5th. Mm-hmm. Yes, October 5th. Yes, uh, I'd like to begin with a disclaimer, ano? Kasi I am just one of the 900,000 plus workforce of the Department of Education. And I think that my position is not high enough for my words to have authority. But, but still, I'm really flattered that I was invited to do this podcast so that our listeners would be informed as to what exactly are the steps uh, that Ed Central Office is taking, especially in this very peculiar time, and it's unprecedented what we're doing right now. So, uh, I'm just going to put that out there in case I'm quoted. I'm required to <laughs> say that we are ready. Uh, actually, on our end, at the Bureau of Curriculum Development, our mandate is the development of the most essential learning competency. So, you've been hearing the word melt thrown around uh, before the advent of August uh, 24, and that's what exactly what we worked on. And right now, what we're doing is assisting our stakeholders with whatever still needs to be prepared so that everything will be ready by October 5. So I am compelled to say that on our end, from the Bureau of Curriculum Development, we are ready We've been ready, and we have been assisting all of our stakeholders with whatever they need to prepare for the uh, most essential learning competencies, the production of the materials, training of our teachers for the different learning modalities. So we've been really hands-on about it. But I think one of the major indicators as to why our secretary decided, and I I wouldn't want to say that this is a sudden decision, this has been, uh, it's being deliberated on mm-hmm. uh, constantly, especially in the central office. So, I think one of the biggest triggers, sa tingin ko po ay alam ninyo ang tinutukoy ko, are some of the blunders that you see on social media when it came to the dry run or the the technical test of our TV material. Yes, yes. Okay, so I, I think uh, that's one of, uh, um, that's a major indicator as to why we need to prepare more. Okay, and I think that October 5 is still a pretty good date. It's just three months uh, from our original class opening, which is in June. It's not too late, but, you know, it's going to give our uh, students enough time for them to acquire whatever needs to be acquired, especially in terms of what is most essential in our curriculum. Tsaka parang ano yun, ma'am, no? Parang World Teachers Day. Yes, no? World, Teachers, World Day. Teachers Day. Yes, World Teachers Day. Alam niyo po, Uh, and I, I gusto ko lang sana isingit, ano, kasi our teachers have been working really hard. And uh, sana yung mga walang ibang ginawa, kundi mang bash dun sa mga guro, sana po maisip natin yon na what they are doing is something that is very new to them, very new to all of us. And if you were put in that kind of situation na ikaw na nga yung ginawang muka, for that material, tapos ikaw pa yung mababash. I think that's just unfair. So, let's cut let's cut our teachers some slack. You know, let's give them some love kasi sobrang hirap po ng pinagdadaanan ng mga guro sa totoo lang. Please ma'am, uh, mas marami ng oras at pag, uh, yung mga mga teachers para gawin yung mga learning, uh, yung mga modules na pinaprepare nila. Yes, that's right po. So, we're really very thankful for this extension. So we are pushing back our schedule for two months. In two months' time, there's a lot that you can you can do in two months, no ma'am? I mean, we can prepare more our modules, uh, whatever modalities we can identify that which will be uh, effective for our students. We can figure that out in two months. You'll broadcast that and obviously uh, we'll need some more development as, as we already know. 
So in two months, I mean, we're very positive that, you know, we are very hopeful as well that, you know, we can be in a better situation in terms of preparation in two months' time. I'm coming up from a parent's point of view uh, right now as well, though. So parang halos every day, meron tayong highest single-day record of positive cases. So in terms of, you know, actually containing the virus, uh, hindi pa talaga tayo doon. So, and again, I'm coming from a uh, parent's perspective, right? Uh, does it make sense to actually wait for the pandemic to actually be contained before we go ahead and reopen our classes? Or we, we just don't have enough time to actually wait and see what happens? Ano, ano yung stand nyo doon, ma'am? Yes, sir. So, we understand that parents have this fear. Ano? Kasi totoo po yung COVID, totoo pong pumapatay yan, at nakakatakot po talaga. And it's it's really a very big sacrifice to, you know, let our kids go to school. But the good thing about our current setup is, our students are not required to go to school. So we have different learning modalities that are available to our learners. So nakita niyo na po, uh, we are going to deliver our curriculum through TV, through radio, through modules na ibibigay po, personally delivered. Uh, meron pong mga police escort ang mga teachers natin na pupuntahan po kayo bahay-bahay. And we also, of course, have the uh, online uh, modality. So, marami pong options ang ating mga magulang. And if they feel that this is still not enough to ensure the safety of their children, then they are free to not enroll their children. Although, of course, we in the Department of Education, we do not, uh, we do not support that you don't enroll your kids. Okay? Kasi po, uh, and I recently posted this on Facebook, kasi marami nga pong agamadam, there's a lot of uh, questions as to why we're pushing for the school opening, ano? Uh, and this is a very interesting article by Paul Yap. And okay. it stated that school closures could lead to the loss of 30% of reading gains. So imagine that. Mm-hmm. And 50% of math skills. So sa loob ng isang taong pagsasara ng eskwelahan, ganyan po kalaki ang mawawala sa mga bata. And imagine what that will do to the quality of our human capital. Imagine what that's going to do to the quality of our human resources. Hmm. So napakalaki po talaga ng implications if we are to stop our children from going to school. And that's why we have made available all of these different learning modalities. Kayo na pong bahala uh, what is most appropriate in your context. Uh, but we do hope that you enroll your kids. Kasi wala naman pong bayad yan and you simply choose which modality is most convenient for you para po maipagpatuloy natin ang pag-aaral ng mga bata. Sure. So, yes. Go so, as, as for postponing the date of the first day, so I think that's something that everyone is looking forward to na nausog na po, ano? So, we're now going to see our class opening on October 5 and hopefully by then we are really 100% prepared to deliver our curriculum, to execute all of these different learning modalities. Right. And I hope that this brings comfort to parents like you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is very much. I was going to ask actually kung ano bang meron sa August 24th, bakit gustong-gusto natin mag-open <laughs> So, it appears though na with this, you know, recent uh, pronouncement by the government and by the DepEd, it doesn't sound like hindi naman pala, hindi naman pala siya hard date for the DepEd. So, mm-hmm. Meron mm-hmm. certain level of leniency naman on the sure. DepEd side na they actually listen to to us mm-hmm. now. Okay, meron ganitong mga concerns and they are really willing to move the dates, which they did uh, according to the announcements uh, today. So, 
Yeah, appreciate that very much. Yes, sir. So, right. to add lang, ah, to lang what ba? you said, kung bakit, bakit sa August 24, ano, ano bang basis niya August 24? Sino bang may birthday niya na pinapilitayang <laughs> magbukas ang mga eskwelahan niya? The, the answer to that is, as much as possible, we're trying to maintain the original number of school days. Mm-hmm. Ayun po yung pinapreserve natin doon. So, we're mm-hmm. trying to maintain that. Originally, our schools are going to open on August 24, and it's going to stop by April. Mm-hmm. Tapos meron pong isang buwan na pahinga yung mga bata before, uh, and hopefully, we we've, uh, this happens, you know, what we foresee is going to happen. Uh, they have that one month of rest, one month of summer vacation, and they go back to school in June. So yun po yung hinahabol namin, na hindi po masyadong makompromise yung number of school days That's why we were pushing for for August 24. Yung mga dates uh, na yan, so, ma'am, eh, ano yes, po, constitutionally defined, hindi naman yan decision lang ng mga tao sa DepEd, constitutionally yes, talagang yes. defined yan. Yes, that's right. So, we're trying as much as possible to approximate that number of days. Uh, that's why we're pushing for August 24. But, uh, in light of everything that's happening right now, we have our technical runs, yung mga daing ng ating mga guru, and we are not, uh, hindi po kami bingi dyan. We hear you and we see you. Uh, and that's why we're going to push for uh, October 5. Okay. We're going to adjust our school calendar. Thank you, Mama. That's very comprehensive. Now, as part of the department, kita at ramdam ko talaga yung major adjustment at matinding unlearning-learning at relearning ng mga teachers sa Pilipinas. No? Hindi naman kasi normal talaga na mag-Google Meet, mag-Google Classroom, or mag-Zoom right. Meeting tayo. Pero, you know, in this new normal way of education, it relies heavily on the shoulder of the parents and guardians as well. Ama, ma'am. Right. Kasi ma'am, parang ang, ang paniniwala ng mga, mga magulang ng lipunan, parang it's the sole responsibility of the schools and teachers to educate the, the young. Pagka ngayon nahatid right. ma'am, di ba, ng mga parents yung anak nila sa school, parang ang laging bilin sa teacher, kayo na pong bahala sa Di ba? Tama yan, di ba? So, right. so, so my question is, with this adjustment now, do we have a move on how we educate the parents kung paano itong new normal way of education? Okay, so uh, the good thing about this is, even before the pandemic, we have mechanisms in place wherein we educate the parents about what they can do to help with the process of learning. Uh, alam niyo naman po na learning starts at home. And the home environment, it plays a very big role in the academic achievement of, of a student, of a learner. So even before the pandemic, the role of that parent is highlighted. It is underscored. Hindi po natin binibigay ang sole responsibility to the teacher. Tayo nga po mga, ay tayo eh, hindi pa naman ako magulang. Kayo nga po mga magulang. <laughs> diba? Kayo po ang mga unang guro ng mga bata. Okay? Mm. Uh, but, I do understand where you are coming from, where our Filipino parents are coming from. It is true that during this time, the parents have a big role to play in their child's education. Kung malaki po noon, mas malaki ngayon. Mm-hmm. It is especially challenging if the parent is working, katulad po ninyo, or if the parent has little educational Uh-oh. attainment. At mas malala, paano kung hindi talaga nakapag-aral ang ating mga magulang? Mm-hmm. So, how how do we train our teachers, especially we're confined in our homes. Kami pong mga nasa central office, we, we work within the confines of our homes. We cannot reach out to these parents physically. Hindi rin po namin sila makontak dahil wala rin naman silang mga gadget or wala silang internet for, for us to reach out to them. To physically train them. Okay? But this is the good news. And I think I touched on this a little while ago. Uh, DILG, the Department of Interior Local Government, 
uh, they are very much willing to help the deaf ed, particularly our frontliners, our teachers, ano, to go house to house. Okay. So kapag binigay po yung module, hindi po yan ibibigay lang at tapos na. Okay? That okay. the teacher, particularly the class advisor, he or she is going to be in constant communication with the parent kung paano man po yun mapatek, Snail mail, I don't know. That's gonna work. That's Snail a joke. Okay, uh, but, yeah, but you know, we are going to make it work. Okay, the the advisors in particular are going to be in touch with the parents. Hindi po namin sila pababayaan. Mm-hmm. So I hope, I hope that somehow gives assurance. Now, the details of that plan is going to be laid out by our division offices, by our schools. So sila po ang ang bahala doon sa mga detalye ng mga planong yun. What we know and what we designed at the central office level or at the national level is that our teachers are going to be in touch with these parents and we are not going to forsake them during this time. They are going to be assisted as much as they possibly could. Oh, Kaya nga po ang turing din namin sa mga teachers, frontliners din po yung mga yan dahil talagang they are going out of the schools, they are going into the field pupuntahan ng mga magulang, pupuntahan ng mga guro, lalo na yung walang access sa internet. Mm. Kasi for, yes, for students who are doing the online modality, it's not gonna be very difficult, ano? Kasi nandiyan pa rin si teacher, virtual si teacher, ayan siya. But for those uh, na hindi makakapiling si teacher virtually or online, those who are dependent on TV, radio, and the modules, we are going to make sure that the teachers keep in touch with the parents. Mm. So, and the teachers are doing that, that now, Ms. Ayat. Nagpo-profile yes. na talaga sila and collecting all the information ng guardian parents at some students. Yes, yes, that's right. Ah, mapapansin nyo rin po, ah, kung nasubukan nyo pong mag-enroll ngayon ng inyong mga anak sa public school, ano, we have kiosks open in the barangay halls. Nice. So that's also a very good avenue for teachers and parents to, you know, keep in touch. Uh, may air nila yung mga concerns nila regarding uh, the students' learning, how the process is gonna go about. So, we're going to keep our communication lines open. And nationwide I think that's very vital, yan, especially during this time. Nationwide na po kaya yan na may mga kiosk sa mga barangay hall? Yes po. Yes, sir. In fact, uh, yung enrollment process nga po natin and uh, how we conducted the survey, doon po sa mga barangay hall. So we have uh, hard copies, physical copies of our forms, fill out ng mga bata, ng mga magulang, and then everything is encoded and reported back to us at the central office. Si Mark po kasi ma'am, hindi naglalabas ng bahay. Pero tama yung sabi nyo kanina ma'am, mga frontliners yung mga teachers. Kaya po pala si yes. may ID ng frontliner. <laughs> 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 Siguro ma'am yung ano yung sa balikan ko na konti yung sa kiosk natin. Medyo matagal na po ito, no ma'am? Oh. I mean, sir, sorry po. Yung sa kiosk natin sa mga barangay barangay. Ah, yes po. Matagal na. Yes sir, opo. Yeah. Yes, sir, in terms of communication siguro, siguro doon tayo mag pwede pa tayo mag mag-improve doon. Ngayon ko lang to be honest, ngayon ko lang nalaman na meron tayong kiosk sa mga barangay hall that should facilitate doon okay, sa uh, in aid of the registration uh, enrollment process. Siguro yes, in terms of communication, yun yung pwede pa natin na pwedeng gawain pa sa mga sa mga kabarangay natin, sa mga estudyante natin. Okay, kung hindi kayo nakapag-enroll ngayon, you can head to your barangay hall. You can use yes, the yes. facility doon sa mga barangay hall natin. So, in terms of communication, ma'am, alam natin sa ngayon, medyo marami pa rin, sabi nyo kanina nga, agam-agam is the word na, okay, safe ba? Paano ba yung gagawin? Uh, yung on-learning modules ba natin? Handa na. So, yes. siguro, uh, Uh, ano ano yung pwede nating idagdag 
na pwede natin sabihin sa mga parents natin to reassure them na to reassure our parents, our teachers, and our students as well na meron pa tayong panahon, kaya pa natin ayusin to, uh, uh-huh. makakapag-adjust pa tayo kam uh, October 5th para sa reopening ng klase. Yes. Uh, alam niyo, sir, uh, when you raised a while ago, no, sinabi ninyo na you were not aware that they are kiosks in the barangay. So that, that said a lot about our process. And we are very open to constructive criticism. So what does that tell us? So it tells us na hindi pa pala sapat ang aming information dissemination. Because apparently, you know, uh, and ano lang eh, tignan nyo lang po yung social media. We have a lot of people who complain. And usually the people who complain are not educated about the mechanisms, about the process that, that it has laid out during this time of pandemic. And we're not blaming them, ano? Uh, lagi po, ang frame of mind na natutunan ko sa DepEd, pag may, may negative feedback, automatic kasalanan mo yan. And you have to do something about it. So, this tells us that we can do better when it comes to communicating with our stakeholders. So, apparently, our DepEd Facebook page uh, is not enough. So, you know, uh, what we could do really is through the teachers, ayan, siguro po may mga magagalit sa akin, ano, dinadagdagan ko yung responsibilidad ng guro. But, you know, uh, we at the central office, and I hope that uh, everyone else too, you know, the DepEd workforce, the 900,000 strong, I hope that they do their part in educating those who do not know the process. Kasi, usually, yung mga galit doon sa proseso, it's just a matter of educating them. It's just a matter of communicating with them, telling them that there are uh, there are mechanisms in place for you. Hindi po namin kayo pinababayaan. Uh, we, as much as possible, are really concerned and we take seriously everything that you need for this pandemic. Lahat ng pag-aalalay sa inyo ay handa namin gawin. Uh, and, you know, how do we communicate that even better? You know, we have social media, we have our own personal efforts, we have our teachers texting the, the parents. You know, I hope that this is enough. And if ever that is not enough, then, you know, back to the drawing board and we're going to brainstorm some other means so that we could communicate as much as we could with our stakeholders. Yeah, pero hindi na sila galit. Pwede si Mark lang din, masayat, yung hindi nakakaalam. <laughs> pwede rin. Si Alam, sa citizenship ng barangkay natin, alay na galit. Nag-iisang hindi nakakaalam. Ayan po. So, now, sir, you know, pwede rin pong... Pero ang ganda ng disposition ni Ma'am Ayat kasi parang pag merong mga gaytong feedback you, you would you would take that as a positive uh, positive criticism mm-hmm. kasi mayroon tayong mga ibang departments o member ng gobyerno na may feedback ka tapos they would take it negatively they can they would shove shove it out of your throat na okay wala ka na po mm-hmm. sa mga bagay wag ka na gumawa pero pero sa DepEd at least from what I'm hearing mm-hmm. marami din tayong mga kaibigan na teachers administrators sa DepEd so from my mind, sobrang positive ng ano, ng <clears throat> sobrang positive ng pag-intake nila sa mga ganitong klaseng uh, feedback. So, sobrang appreciate namin yun. Yes, sir. Thank you very much po. And I hope that it doesn't translate to blind positivity, ano. Kasi, mm-hmm. uh, oh, nung no, nagsisimula pa lang kami, uh, you know, we are called the new breed in the DepEd. Kasi I'm not organically connected to DepEd. Prior to DepEd, I taught in universities like LaSalle, National University, etc. So, Kaming mga bagong saltak sa DepEd, uh, we have that kind of, you know, frame of mind. You know, that's how we approach the, the problem. Pero, noong una, back when we were still starting, back in 2016, sobrang pinapersonal ko lahat, yung 
kapag may criticism, nasasaktan ako. And it's only, you know, a few years back when I learned na, ah, okay, let's just, you know, let's not take this personally. Let's just do our jobs and let's see what we can do, you know, better para hindi na sila magalit. Ganun na lang. Kasi may stress ka lang, lalo pa, di ba, may COVID, di ba? Yes, <laughs> so, ayun. So, oh, dapat positive lang tayo palagi. Ayun. Sana so, nakakahawa yung positivity. Imbis na yung COVID. <laughs> Thank you, Mama Yet. A very comprehensive and daming insights na nakuha kay Mama Yet, no? At I, we understand Thank that you're very pa. busy rin. Salamat sa pag-take ng call namin ng classes, Ms. PH. Stay safe, Ma'am. Thank you po. Ingat din po kayo. Salamat. Thank you, Mama Yet. Now, how about in the higher education loan? Uh, since ikaw ang nasa higher ed sa ating tatlo, mm-hmm. anong difference from the normal way of teaching to this academic year, this coming academic year. Okay, I can only speak for ano, BSU, no? kasi nandun tayo. Sa BSU, tuloy kami sa online class namin sa graduate school. So, yung mga master and PhD student natin ay uh, tuloy sila sa pag-take ng mga subjects uh, online. So, we use uh, Google, uh, Google Meet, yan, tapos uh, they submit, we communicate through our uh, group chat sa Messenger, then mga assignments nila sa Google Classroom. Um, ang pinagkaiba siguro, napakalaking pagkakaiba ay yung nagpepper yung talagang gagamit na ng modules ngayon. Kasi madalas naka naka-work te- naka-work text lang tayo yung ginagamit namin sa klase. Pero ngayon, given na na, 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 na identify namin na may mga students kami na walang uh, accessibility and uh, hindi walang mga gadgets at internet connection. So nagkaroon kami ng mga modules na gagamitin nagpe-prepare ngayon yung mga teachers ng Bulacan State University ng mga modules na gagamitin. Tapos, na nakikipag-coordinate kami sa mga LGU para sila yung mag-distribute. So, dalawa siya, bale. May uh, uh, synchronous, yun yung mga may live, ano, yung uh, actual uh, teaching online. Then, yung mga asynchronous naman, yun yung mga gagamit ng mga modules natin ng mga estudyante. In terms of assessment, pare, obviously, there, there are many different types of assessment uh, para ma-measure natin yung performance ng mga bata, ng mga estudyante, mm-hmm. di ba? So, Kapag essay writing, madali lang. Quiz, madali. Mm-hmm. Kung may quizzes pa rin, if it makes sense na magkaroon pa rin tayo mga quizzes. Mm-hmm. Pero paano kaya yung mga technical subjects na kailangan talaga ng actual demonstration of skills and competence? So, I don't know, siguro yung mga automotive, mm-hmm. pumamanicure, mm-hmm. paano ba ito? Uh-huh. <laughs> paano ba titignan kung maganda yung pagkakamanicure? <laughs> yung mga ganun. Yung mga ganun klaseng, mga technical subjects uh-huh. na tinatawag natin, paano natin yung imi-measure yung performance sa mga bata? Nag-agree ko dun sa sinabi ni, ni Paul nung ano, nag-seminar seminar kami, nag-webinar kami sa BSU, na hindi hindi applicable yung module sa lahat ng uri ng subjects. Sa mga theoretical subjects siguro, sabi nga natin, sa mga sa language, sa arts, sa humanity, sa philosophy, pwede yun. Pero sa mga subjects, nabawa nursing, may may, may uh, return demo yan, sa architecture, sa engineering, nakikita natin sa sa Facebook yung mga, di ba, mga memes na nag-aral ng engineering online, mga architecture, mm. mga resulta, <laughs> mga ano. So, ang ngayon, ang sinasuggest namin, tulad yan nung sa DepEd din, ano, para na pwedeng may mga skills na pwedeng pagbalik na nila sa face-to-face uh, at tsaka na lang ma-reinforce yung mga skills na ganun. Okay. So, sa ngayon, theoretical lang talaga, konting demo, uh, konting mga simulations, hmm. mga video presentations sa mga teachers and demonstrations, 
Pero yun talaga actual, lalo yung mga laboratory experiments, pre. Yung discourage natin yung mga teachers magpagawa niyan, di ba? Mahirap gawin sa bahay uh, yan. Mga ano? laboratory experiments. Mag- be- mama ka mamaya, mag-I believe kayo lahat sana. Yeah, <laughs> Oo, oh, oh, baka magulantang yung BFP, ang daming sunog. Di ba? Yan ang ano, isa sa mga tinitingnan natin ngayon. Na may mga bagay talaga na mahi- hindi pwedeng ituro. Skills yan, lalo na mga skills. Mahirap. Sa, sa amin lang, sa language natin, sa, eh, mahirap ituro ang speaking, pre, ng online. Uh-huh. Diba? Ano mo mamimeasure yun? Yung speaking endless, i-record niya. Mm-hmm. Pero yung actual sound talaga, yung 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 pagtuturo, dapat face-to-face din. Okay. Tama naman. So, no? so yung kasing klase sa tertiary, at least sa Bulacan State University, ano, nakat din siya eh, mm-hmm. nung nagkaroon ng community quarantine period. So, there were call for mass promotion no, sa university, even from professors. May mga post sila sa Facebook na i-promote na natin kasi pandemia to, etc., etc. Obviously, the professors from the tertiary level had been complaining about mass promotion in the basic education. And yet, nung community quarantine period, nagkaroon ng call. So, tinitira mo si John, ha? For mass promotion. Any thoughts on that? Ako talaga ba ang resource for Wala ko kasama ako sa mentor. Hindi tayo tumawag ng taga-BSU. May totoo yan, ang daming nananawagan for mass promotion na na parang pass-fail na lang daw yung uh-huh. gawing grades, ano? Pero nag-decide ang Bulso Admin na na-tres ang ibigay. Uh-huh. So, grade of 3, so 75 yung katumbas nun. Pero it could be improved, it could be better kapag nag-submit ng requirements uh-huh. yung estudyante. Uh-huh. So, I guess, fair enough uh-huh. naman okay, yan. Okay. With all due fairness, wala naman ako sa admin na. Pero, fair naman siguro yan at just sa, sa, sa lahat na Pasado ka naman eh. Ngayon, if you want a better grade, you have to turn in the requirements. Okay. You have to comply with the requirements. Hindi ka mag-comply. Sabihin na natin, may problema sa bahay, mm-hmm. merong uh, uh, unstable yung emotional ano mo, uh, condition mo, tapos ang maraming problema sa bahay, nagkasakit ka. So, pwede ka mag-comply. Pass ka pa rin naman. Free. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, kung ikaw eh, gusto mong mag-submit ng requirements, makatarungan din naman siguro makakuha ka ng grades. Hmm. Pero in terms of compliance, bibigyan naman sila ng ample time para makapag-submit ng requirements. One year, pre. One year? One year. Hmm. Para okay. incomplete, di ba sa atin? Pag ah. incomplete ka, why one year ka to, com- to complete the requirements? Ito, grade of three, naka-three ka na sa portal ngayon, tapos may one year ka para so, mag-submit pa ng requirements, para ma-improve pa yung grade mo na three na yun. Ang hindi okay. ko lang sigurado ay kung gagawin ba siya kasama ba siya sa pagko-compute ng general weighted average. So ayun ang titingnan pa natin sa mga figure out pa sa mm. Okay, understood. So fair enough now everybody gets a 3, yeah. a passing grade. If yes. you want a higher grade, you just submit some additional requirements yes. siguro oh. for for Kaya better. Kasi naman talaga kung mas gusto mo mas mm. mataas na grade, di mas paghihirapan mm. mo pa din. So, para so, sabi sa inyo ng ayat kanina, Pwede naman pong wag niyo i-enroll yung anak niyo eh. Pero enroll niyo. Oh, pero enroll niyo. Uh-huh. Pwede kita naman mag-submit ng requirements eh. Dress ka ngayon. So, so pag paglipas ang panahon, pag okay ka na, nag-nag na uh, kumalma ng lahat ng bagay at makapag-submit ka, pwede pa rin mabago yung grade. Uh-huh. Pero hindi pa. Sa estudyante pa rin. So, mahirap kasi yung across the board mong papasa, oh, across yun, the board mong oh. ibabagsak parang mm. reset kayo lahat, pasado kayo lahat. Tsaka so, explain din natin na iba yung konsepto ng education sa tertiary level. Mm-hmm. Hindi siya basic ed eh. Parang misconception yun dito sa atin na parang ang college continuation yung high school yan. Hindi eh. Hindi. Parang responsible na dapat yung mga students sa learning nila. Hindi hindi responsibilidad ng professor mo na matuto ka o hindi. Mm-hmm. Ako lagi ko sinasabi sa mga estudyante ko, pag tinatanong ko sila, kamusta yung teacher nyo na yun? 
Kasi wala, laging wala yun. Wala kami natutunan doon. Hmm. Ang tanong ko sa kanila, o sige, nung wala yung prof nyo na yun, anong ginawa, ano ginawa mo? Uh-huh. Diba, parang, eh, wala, sir, uminom kami dyan. So, hmm. parang, hindi, hindi mo pwedeng, yes, may mali, may pagkukulang si teacher doon, si prof doon. Pero dapat, responsible din yung mga students. May library. Di ba? Bayad naman yung library mo. May access ka naman sa library. May mga internet connection. May mga libro. So, bakit hindi mo ginawa nung mga panahon na yon So, hindi lang si teacher ang... Kasi kami sa, sa, sa tertiary level, pre, hindi naman instruction lang ang sole responsibility ng teacher. Meron yung research, may extension, mm. di ba? Nag-present ng paper yan every now and then. Nagbibigay ng mga seminars. So, dapat makita natin yung pagkakaiba ng college sa, sa basic education. So, it's a shared responsibility between the instructor, uh, instructors, professors, and the students. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shared dapat siya talaga. Parang hindi, hindi lang pwedeng si teacher, wala si teacher, hindi na matutuloy ang education. Mm. So, ngayon, hindi lang tinitingnan natin sa modules. Kasi technically, ang modules, uh, self-learning kit yan eh. Uh, it, is, it is designed to help students to learn on their own. Ano, how to learn their own. So, kahit in the absence of the teacher, kahit malayo si teacher, pwedeng matuto ka sa pamamagitan ng modules. Kaya kung makikita niyo yung modules, actually, ginagawa ng mga teachers ngayon yan, makikita mo doon, may pre-test, makikita mo na kagad, ano na ba alam mo tungkol dito? Then, babasahin mo laman ng modules, sa dulo may post-test. Nag-improve ba yung alam ko? May natutunan ba ako after using the modules? So, kahit walang face-to-face, tuloy yung, yung klase. May mga SUCs tayo ngayon sa region na nagsisimula na ng nung August, nagsimula sila kasi binibila nga nila yung semester ng August to December. Pero si BSU, sabi ni President, hinay muna tayo, tingnan natin, September, natin schedule yung opening ng klase. September. September. So, Third week ng September. Obviously, ang dami pang mga comments, ang mga agam-agam, puro-puro, uh, involving dun sa reopening ng klase natin, which is fine kasi ang dami pa nating hindi alam eh. So, th- this pandemic has changed everybody, everyone's life and it's very sudden it changed the way we live, the way we think, and the way we approach things. So, everything is new to us. Uh, lahat bago. Maraming bagay sa mundo ngayon na tatanungin natin, paano ba natin gagawin to? And, don't be surprised, on many of those cases, ang sagot, na, ang sagot natin dyan ay, hindi ko alam. Mm-hmm. Walang masama kung hindi natin alam. Kasi, bago, bago sa atin lahat to. So, ganyan din sa education natin ngayon, I guess. So, hindi lahat ng bagay natin, alam na, hindi lahat ng bagay alam na natin. So, our educators are figuring things out. Are they truly ready? We don't know. The parents, their primary concern is their kids, uh, health and safety. Magagawa ba yun when we reopen our classes? So we don't know. Uh, how about the government? I mean, do, do they actually know what they're doing? Uh, the answer is the same. Hindi, hindi rin natin alam. So education is obviously super important. You cannot underestimate that. Having said that, safety and health is more important to me, especially in these times of pandemic. So however... If the powers that be decided that they will reopen our classes in October, the, re- the reality is wala naman tayong magawa. As a sing- ako personally, wala naman akong magawa as a single unit of individual. Mag-school pa rin yung anak ko, so despite my personal disagreement with, with the reopening of classes initially, I will not let my kid uh, miss out uh, this year. So, whatever the learning modalities yung gagamitin natin, sobrang effective man ba yun or hindi masyado, as long as, ito lang siguro, as long as hindi compromise yung safety and health ng mga bata, I will take that. And I will take that as a win. So, sabi nga nila, nabasa ko sa isang article, some learning is better than no learning at all. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you, Ma'am si Mark. Thank you, Brother Law. Ganda talaga nga mga takeaway ni Barry Mark. Parang editorial ng mentor sa'yo. Malaman lagi. Sa akin yung ano, yung sinabi natin kanina kay Ms. Ayat na parang students' education is not, the youth education is not the sole responsibility of the teachers or the schools. Tulong-tulong dapat dyan. Yung parents, yung lipunan, yung gobyerno, syempre, sila yung may pinakamalaking control dyan at kakayanan na mag-implement. At sa tingin ko, dapat naghahanda rin lahat. Hindi lang yung teachers na ngayon ay tambak yung mga trabaho. Dapat, hindi rin tayo pwedeng sabihin natin, magkukonclude kagad tayo ng hindi handa. Sino bang handa rito? Sino bang handa sa pandemic na yan? Nabigla ni Mark, nabigla naman tayong lahat dyan. Pero pwede namang kumilos sa kabila ng Uh, nakikita natin hindi handa, meron pwedeng gawin. Halimbawa, pwedeng suportahan ng magulang yung anak ng, ng pag-encourage sa kanya na mag-aaral kasi napag-usapan natin kanina mas maraming hindi magandang mangyayari pag hindi nag-aaral yung mga sudyante. Sayang yung oras, sayang yung panahon, sayang yung pagkakataon na matuto sila. So, tingnan natin kung sabi, sabi na lang natin na ganito, parang uh, uh, mahirap yung nangyayari ngayon, maraming problema, uh, parang may mga bagay na hindi natin makokontrol, pero pwede naman natin pagtuunan ng pansin yung mga bagay na abot o kayang kontrolin ng, ng mga desisyon at mga, ng mga tao sa, sa mga magulang, ng mga sudyante, ng mga teachers at ng gobyerno. Pagtulong-tulungan na lang para para rin naman sa mga sudyante. So, hindi responsibilidad lang ng school, pwedeng makita rin ng magulang na, ah, may role din pala ako sa education ng mga anak. Yun lang. Right. Thank you, Lon. Moms? <laughs> Mga seryoso talaga lagi pagka-takeaway uh, sa'yo, pagka-synthesis natin. Ako, uh, well, basically, maraming mamimiss na kwentong kalokohan ng mga sudyante nating listeners. Kasi nga, they are basically on a distance education now. Pero hindi naman siguro pwedeng isacrifice din. Yung uh, sabi nga ni Mark, yung health and safety ng mga mag-aaral, kung kapapasukan sila agad-agad without proper preparation. And what we heard from Ms. Ayet is uh, the Department of Education is doing everything it can just to really prepare for this coming October 5th. Kaya uh, siguro uh, what we could do as parents na rin or, or as professionals na rin is to help in information dissemination. Mag-communicate tayo siguro sa mga hindi pa alam na pwede pa lang mag-enroll sa Barangay Hall. No? May mga kios pala doon for enrollment. At siguro sa side din ng mga teachers naman, uh, ng mga parents naman, uh, wag, tayong, wag natin iasa lahat sa mga teachers natin yung, yung pagkatuto ng mga anak natin. Kasi sabi nga, itong online, it offers a lot of uh, exciting potential para sa learning. No? Pero gusto ko laging sinasabi sa kanila, sa mga parents, that no amount of technology can equate the logic, understanding, and the clarity of a teacher. Kaya, as much as possible, i-appreciate po natin yung mga teachers natin. They're doing everything they can really, kahit na beyond their job description, ginagawa yan para masuportahan yung mga sudyante natin. Kaya, tandaan natin, there's no amount of technology na kayang pumalit sa kakayahan ng mga guro. So, uh, saludo po ang Classless Miss PH sa lahat ng ating mga teachers. At lahat ng mga sudyante at magulang na itinatawid itong pandemya na to para matuloy ang pag-aaral. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at ClassDismissedPH.